Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special audio-only episode of Out of the Drying Pan, where this week we're going to be talking about It's a White Tomorrow Team Rocket, which is a radio drama that premiered only in Japan. And guess what? We're also going to be talking about our weeks, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin, to talk about all this with. Hey, Austin. Hey, everybody. Hey, Jacob. I know you can only hear my voice, but I promise you it really is me. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with it being audio-only. It's really getting some feedback here. Well, anyway, that is Austin, and we got our other co-host here, Alex. Okay, as you can tell, Alex is not here today. It is just Austin and myself freeballing this. <laughs> this is the all-testosterone, male-only, no-girls-allowed episode of Out of the Drying Pan. I already got the title for this episode. It's the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Oh, sure, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's married with children, right? I thought that was Little Rascals. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> damn it. I'm going for <laughs> Married with children. I'm going for a bit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going for. A bit more 80s, I guess. And Little Rascals is pretty old. I think that's like, uh, I don't know. It was 40s, black and white with three and Stooges. 30s. Yeah, three Stooges era. But it definitely wasn't married with children. Sorry, we need Alex here to keep me on the, the narrow path. I don't know what I'm doing on about. Yeah, she keeps us on the, the beaten path. Without that, we're going to be like Brock rocking around here, no, knowing where to go. Oh my gosh. Uh. Just a show of two Brocks. How miserable. <laughs> we'll just be exposition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. It's stolen. We'll just give the summary like that. But speaking of summary, before we get to that, we should probably talk about our weeks with our week talk segment. And I guess... Austin, you're going to go first this week. Oh, I definitely am going to go first. Um, well, this week, I didn't do anything remotely interesting. I Okay, t- Jacob's telling me to stretch it out, stretch it no, out. No, no, I'm, I'm just giving you a fist pump. I'm like, right oh, on. Oh, okay, right on. okay. Okay, relevant to this podcast, I decided since Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out in a couple weeks from when we record this, that I need to go ahead and just finish Brilliant Diamond to just kind of get it out of the way so I don't have to worry about it. Speed run it. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm doing that after work, but before cooking dinner or whatever. So I'm kind of speeding through it, and I'm six badges in. Wish me luck. Why don't you... I mean, are you? is your goal to get the Arceus game as soon as it comes out? Is that why there's such a big push? Well, here's the thing. The Arceus game comes out... Turns out that it comes out the day before I go on a week-long business trip. So... I don't want to take it with me and, because, I don't know, that just wouldn't be fun. I'm going to be in fucking Vegas. I'm going to be playing the Pokemon video game on my, my hotel room by myself. Why don't you, you're going to you're gonna buy it before Vegas? It comes out the day before I fly out to Vegas. But you're, you're going to try to get it before to Vegas, right? I think I'm going to try and get it get it that day. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, okay. You need to get it post-Vegas, easily post-Vegas. The chances that you could go to Vegas and win the money... To pay for the game itself would okay. be like winning a prize. Why don't you do that? Why don't you try that? Just say, hey, I'm gambling it for the new game here. I know my luck better than that. My plan currently is to give myself a $10 spending limit. That's it. Walk away with $10,000 you can be like, man, I should have waited and bought this game after Vegas. 
I think I'll be fine. I think I, I got the space in my budget for a $60 game. I'm fine. Maybe $50. I'm not sure. At Walmart, it's $50. So you're that eager to play it, though, that you're going to get it, and you're rushing through Brilliant Diamond. You're not going to savor Brilliant Diamond in all its glory and just rush straight into the Arceus game? No, I'm fast-paced in everything I do. Okay. Okay, I respect that. Man on a mission. I can I can respect that. We'll see what happens. I'm not too worried about it. I'm excited what happens in Vegas. Nothing interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, goodness. The city that never sleeps. If I come back with a new spouse, then we got a problem. Okay, I'll be on the lookout for it then. They could join okay. the podcast. We can have a, we can have a sub. We could use someone to replace Alex. There you go. Yeah, we can have a replacement. We can have a new Tracy. That's right. You got the A team today, folks, and then you can have the B team some other time. There we go. Leave five stars. Jacob, how was your week? <laughs> it was pretty boring, too, but I I did beat WarioWare, uh, get it together. I did beat that, mm-hmm. the story, at least. And it was pretty fun. I'm going to keep playing the mini games, I guess, but like I said, I think it was like a 10-hour campaign, maybe. I don't know. Really? I keep track. Yeah, it's not hours? long at all. It's not long at all. No, I'm saying that's really long. I feel oh, like WarioWare wouldn't take that long. Oh, <laughs> It could be me. Me, me, oh, me not being a good game. I don't know. I don't think it's a, maybe not that long. I don't know. Maybe like four hours. I don't know. It's, it, 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 hours, it was not, hours. it's not long in comparison to the games that I normally play. Let me put it that way. It's, it's five second micro games apparently. Yeah. With like, I don't know, 10 per segment or area. Is Leslie enjoying it? She is. We have a, so we got it. My initial thought, like when you bought it, you would like compete against each other in the mini games mm-hmm. to see who like scores highest but that's not how the campaign works the campaign works you have to do the task together and it, it can be kind of hard it's a good uh, stress test <laughs> is this going to be like that time that i played the mario party switch game and i found all these modes that you hadn't bothered to look for and we like, like opened a whole new world for you for the game should <laughs> so i play WarioWare and be like oh look there's a whole competitive p- portion of it so you're coming over in march Oh, Mar- I didn't know that. No one play, told me that. We're gonna play that game. Yeah, you're invited now. We're gonna. You're gonna. Okay. You're gonna find the different pieces for this game. What's happening in February? Why can't I come over February? Oh, we're going on um like a a little vacation. I think. Oh. Oh. Where are you going? Uh, I think back to the old stomping grounds to the the original college. Oh, okay. I forgot. We can't say where we live on this podcast. I forgot that rule. Yeah, we're going to um. You hated that place. Wait, I, no, I'm thinking of someone else. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those places you look back on, you're like, oh, there was a lot there, and you kind of love to hate it kind of thing. The hate's with love. But another thing that I did this week, which is something I probably should have done a long time ago, and this is like a PSA for myself to all our beautiful listeners. Leave a five-star rating. I bought an, actually, I bought an expensive pillow. Oh. Yes. Normally, I buy, like, the really kind of cheap ones you can find at Walmart and... They go flat pretty quick. So I was like, and my neck was bothering me a little bit sleeping. I was like, I'm going to buy something nice and see if it helps with my sleep. And of course, I bought like a really good one from Target. And it's amazing. You got to invest in your sleep hygiene, people, because I woke up the next morning feeling so refreshed. I like floated down my stairs. Is this a special memory foam pillow of some sort? Or is it just a standard Target pillow, which is leagues above a standard Walmart pillow? It's not a standard, it's not the Target brand. It's okay. called like Soul Luna or something like that. Okay. I think, but it's extra firm, like me. That's about it, though. Like, I never knew how much of a difference that would make. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, I'm encouraging everyone who's listening, 
to buy a nice pillow for yourself. Okay. I would take that advice into consideration, but what I've started doing in my recent years is I don't actually use the pillow as a pillow. I Ooh. use it as a little spoon. So I realize over the course of the night, I wake up and then there's a pillow in my arms and I'm cuddling it and I'm just not putting my head on anything else. Hmm. Well, the, the spouse from Vegas should fix that. Okay. That or I could buy like a, hill, a pillow anime character. Maybe that would <laughs> fix it up real good. <laughs> Listeners, I, which anime <laughs> character should I purchase a pillow of? Let us know. There's a store around us that sells those, and every time I walk in, I look at those, and I just make a face that's like, mm, mm, I don't know about this. Is it the one at the mall? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's got uh, very vibrant ones. Very explicit ones? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know if they toned it. They may have toned it down a little bit, but I was like, I just, I almost want to buy one just to see the clerk's reaction. Like God, I'll take, I'll take this one. <laughs> All right, enough of that. <laughs> no, you can keep going. You have something else to say? No, no, I have no more secret pillows to talk about. All right, buy buy a nice pillow, people. That's the the slogan of the day. But anyway, I guess we can move on now to talking about it's a white tomorrow, Team Rocket. Austin, would you like to kind of give us some background info on this? Because I've never heard of this before and was very intrigued by it. Okay, first of all, can I just say that It's a White Tomorrow, Team Rocket, sounds very like, it's Christmas, Charlie Brown, or some bullshit like that. It does. <laughs> That's what I was, I was thinking, it was like another Christmas thing, or like something portraying to snow, or like some kind of like weather thing, but I don't get how the, that doesn't really tie into the, anything that these characters do, really. I, okay, I think White Tomorrow is a line from the Japanese motto. I know they say White Hole at some point, am I wrong? Oh, uh... I'm not sure. TV Tropes, I believe, claims that this aired on actual Japanese radio. I don't have any sources for that. I am not an expert, despite how how Jacob and Alex make me out to be. I'm just somebody who can read Volvopedia sometimes. But my understanding is that this was eventually collected on the CD Mm -hmm. with a little picture book. And I actually went on eBay and I purchased this for this podcast. Here's the picture book. Yes. So I actually, I actually found that like online with, uh, I, got, I think when you told us to look up the names of the actual Pokemon from the script you gave us, I actually found uh-huh. that. And yeah, and it turns out that the oh, white tomorrow is from the team auto just to clarify from earlier. But yeah, I found, I found that I guess somebody uploaded them or something one way or another. However, people get things on the internet. And I purchased it, a physical copy, because I'm an idiot. That's fine. No, it's fancy. It's dedication. Show to the audience in this audio-only podcast. Yeah, audience. Here, look at it. You can see it. It's hardcover. It's really cute and little tiny. It has little pictures in it. Um, It also comes with little concept art of Team Rocket in their various disguises and such. (laughs) That's actually really cool. Does it um does it have anything written in it like any information or is it strictly just pictures? Well, I mean, I can't read Japanese, so you tell me. That says the bicycle has a big back tire. For the record, we're looking at a picture of James and the bicycle gang. And it's training wheels. It also comes with a CD, which is what we listen to. We listen to the CD itself while reading along with an English translation by a fan. I could not find more than one translation out there, so I'm sure if you Google it, it, the one you find is the one that we found. I found another one, but I wasn't sure. I found one with the the actual Pokemon names, 
like the English names. Yeah, it was that was the only thing I saw that was different. Like every other word was pretty much the same. This mm. person who translated this just took the extra time to America, like put the English versions of the Pokemon in them too. Was it Jesse and James or Musashi and Kojiro? It was just Jesse and James. It was basically okay. all the English characters, except for like uh, Armando was still Mondo. Mondo. So this came. This was just like a CD that they put out and sold in stores for people to buy. Mm-hmm. Through Pikachu Records, back when that still existed. Yeah, I wonder if that's a common thing in Japan. Because I know when I bought a game from there, it came with a audio CD with it that had a radio drama Ooh. attached to it. I think it's really cool. I wish we had more stuff like that over here. Yeah, and the acting's really phenomenal. Like especially in the this one, it was actually really good like you can actually feel like the old times just sitting back and turn on the radio and listen to the drama go i felt like i was in the 40s or something yeah hg wells made me think that there was an actual alien invasion happening it was really scary yeah that was people don't realize how big of a deal that was so pokemon related this as far as i'm aware is one of two of these there is another one that is specifically about mewtwo it is essentially a prequel to mewtwo strikes back And we will be covering that in two weeks from now, two episodes from now. And the reason we did this is kind of like as a, I don't know, like a preface, like a training session for it, because that one's a lot more serious in tone. But really, I don't know. Alex said at the start of this podcast, you want to do things other than just the regular Pokemon the series episode. So I kind of went digging and I found some stuff. This is one of them. Too bad Alex isn't here to enjoy it. (laughs) That's that's a shame. But I'm I'm, I'm benefiting here. Because I, like, I have no idea this stuff existed, so it is cool to go and listen to it and actually kind of, we'll call it, call it like the missing pieces of Pokemon. That's what we should mm. call it. The lost media. The, the not lost. in English media. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to be roughly translated pieces of Pokemon. Pokemon Master 
goodness. Well, I guess we can go ahead and sort of dive right in and talk about this thing. How are we going to do this, Jacob? What are, what are we doing? What have, are we doing? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea how to do it. You've got your bullet points there. I got like a little summary here. We can hit. You want to hit your bullet points? We'll do what we did with the novels, actually, I think would be the best format, and just kind of go through it and talk through it like we usually do. Yeah. Three Originally, there's three parts to this, or there's three parts of it. Each one is probably like, what, like 12 minutes long, mm-hmm. roughly. So like I said, there's not like a ton that goes on, but it's like I said, it's cool to talk about, and we'll give, I guess, a quick summary of all three parts sort of mixed together. Should we randomize who's doing what, Jacob? We can. Um, if you want, you're the host. Uh, let's do it. We'll see who goes first. Alrighty. So, Austin, your name appeared first. Alright, let's see how this goes. So you're going to do 30 <clears> seconds? <throat> are we doing the 30 seconds? <laughs> oh, you, what, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. We are so lost without Alex. Okay, we are. She's the, she's the what is it? The, the glue? The glue, yeah. No, I know. She's the meowth that keeps Jesse and James together, according to the this CD drama. You know what? You let me just kind of summarize it. I'll read through and summarize it, and then we'll hit your bullet points as they come across, and you interject it as needed. Let's go for it. Yeah, anything you want to, anything you want to talk about? No randomizer. Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yep. Fuck it. We'll do it live. So okay, a white tomorrow. It starts out with. Uh, does it start out with the theme of Team Rocket? Did yours start the, out with the, the theme motto? Of team? The motto. Yeah. And it is the the Japanese version. Yes, that's what mine started with. Okay. So you got the. Prepare for trouble, make it double, kind of stuff. Yes, that's what I, that's what mine started out with. But the, okay. the the translation I read didn't didn't start with that. It just kind of started from the script. But anyway, it starts with the if you're familiar with it, it starts with the Team Rocket, just an introduction of their Japanese motto, and then it kind of just starts out as a normal day for Team Rocket where they're trying to capture Ash's Pikachu, and of course it doesn't work and they get blasted off like they do in the show, mm-hmm. and this is done by. Our friend Onyx. Onyx. I don't know why Onyx made an appearance. This is the most he's ever done in the entire show, and it's not even thinking, the show. <laughs> you know what I think it was? Was it being audio? They didn't have to worry about drawing them or putting them in perspective. Oh, okay, so Onyx they were kind of hard to draw. Yeah, they just kind of let him go through it. That's awesome. Sure. They had to pay Onyx's actor to do that <laughs> noise. <laughs> That's what it was. It's just uh, Satoshi's actor going or whatever. This is the only appearance the twerps make in the entire thing. Yes. They make a little cameo at the start. And then, of course, we get blasted off. We land. And now Team Rocket is arguing about whose fault it was that they didn't capture Pikachu. But then our good friend Mondo appears. Y'all remember Mondo. You know, Mondo. Yeah, this was... This is weird. This is right off a little... Starting off a little weird here with... His name's Mondo, which is kind of bizarre. But it turns out that, like, even... I think Jesse and Meowth don't even know who he is, but it turns out Giovanni, the man himself, sent him from Team Rocket HQ, I'm assuming. Yeah, my understanding is he's the guy who does all the special effects for Jesse, James, and Meowth that we don't see in the show. They explicitly say that he does sets off the explosions during their motto. Yes, yes. He also provided us with the super secret stun sauce that made the tentacruel grow giant. Yeah, he's the guy behind the scenes that apparently Team Rocket not even doesn't even know about. Like he's doing all this stuff without even them noticing. Except for James, who, according to this, kind of knows him from somewhere. I, that makes sense. I think James would be the only one to be aware of this of the three. That's why he has the best outfits and stuff during the show. Is he's got the connections to Mondo to give him the best mm-hmm. stuff. 
speaking of like so Mondo, we talked about he does all this stuff. He's from the Rocket Gang special delivery member trainee. So I didn't understand if that means he's training to be a part of Team Rocket or if he's like I'm not sure what he's I mean, I guess he calls Jesse and James his senpai. Yeah. I guess he's like just a junior Team Rocket member whose task is he's like an intern. I, okay, that does make sense. I'm, is an intern. He's doing way more work than Jesse or James ever do. So I guess that does make sense with him being, I guess, an intern kind of thing. But like I said, we talk, he does all the special effects. He does the food and funding for them. Somehow he's raising money behind the scenes. Yeah, he gives them like a suitcase full of cash. <laughs> just out of nowhere. He just pulls it out and there's some cash. So Mondo's apparently loaded or he has good connections. Okay, I guess it's like their advance bonus or something. I don't know. I guess so, yeah. He also gives them lunch. Yeah. He feeds them lunch. He feeds them jelly donuts. No, this is not the four kids dub. There are <laughs> oh. no jelly donuts to be had oh, here. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad, my mistake. He just gives them food and shoves it down their throats, whether they want it or not. I actually have a detailed diagram of the lunch. Oh, you do? What, uh... That's not a joke? I saw you pull the booklet. It It's all in Japanese, so I don't know what any of it is. But it's a bento lunch box. Okay, there's definitely some rice in there. I don't know, look, maybe some sushi, salmon. Thank God I bought this little booklet. I don't know what we would do without it. Yes, but that is a book you just showed us. But James, on the, on the other hand, shows a film to Mondo about their first meeting with Pikachu in Viridian City. And it kind of just gives an overview of why they're after Pikachu. And it's mainly to impress Giovanni. We already know this. Specifically, they have a film of the second episode. It's basically just the second episode. Like the background music and the dialogue, all of it. What I like to think, though, is that Mondo actually filmed that himself because he's the behind-the-scenes guy. So he already saw it, but James just showed it to him again. He's the camera guy that we were talking about recently. <laughs> he is. That could be him. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, I'm actually... I'm all in with this Mondo idea because this actually fills in a lot of holes that we had. So Jesse and Meowth are unaware of Mondo before this. Are the twerps aware of Mondo? Probably, maybe. No, they're oblivious. I think they're oblivious. They may know of him, but not know what he does. They may just recognize this guy that follows them around. And he's like, hey, he's always, like, around. But, like, he just doesn't do anything. So Mm. that's what I'm thinking anyway. Actually, I think our theory kind of falls apart a little bit. Because we reveal that Mondo does not know that Team Rocket, our Team Rocket trio, are on... He does not know that they are unsuccessful at their task of capturing Pikachu. That's very true, because after, basically, James gives him the rundown, we learn that Mondo is actually very impressed with Jesse and James, and is really kind of like, you know, oh my god, these guys are great, becomes a real fanboy. I think fanboy. Yeah. Yep. He wants to fuck Jesse. Yeah, he does. Who doesn't? Like, Jesse at one point implies, oh, come here for your special treat, or something like that. But no, she's mistaken. Her, his special treat is actually a battle with Armok. Yep, and uh, he has a ditto, which is fitting. What, how is that fitting? Because he wants to fuck? <laughs> I think so. He's is that the, what you're going the for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's the breeder. Okay, that makes sense. Poor ditto. Oh my goodness, poor Mondo. No, Mondo wants it. He's been. <laughs> he's pretty clear about that. Wait, this ditto may want it too. We don't know. Oh gosh. You see, they said he... That Ditto was attacking Arbug with some weird attacks. Ugh. So there's a battle, like Austin said. And um, after that, we kind of get this idea going that it's time for Mondo to trade his Ditto to Team Rocket. But what is the trade for? 
Meowth. That's Ooh. right. Meowth. That's right. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Right now. Right now. Now on to part two. Did you want to take part two or did you want me to do it? I'll do part two. Okay. Just looking at my notes here. Mondo says that he'll whip out the official trading machine, but Jesse's like, fuck that. We'll just do it informally. <laughs> I kind of think it was just because Meowth doesn't have a Pokeball. I think so. But we do see, we have seen that machine before though, which is cool. I think that's actually cool that we've. You mean on the St. Anne? Yeah, on the St. Anne. That's what that was. That dude yeah. has that in, Mondo has that in his pocket. Okay. That's what's going yeah, on Yeah, he here. does. He can whip out anything from that pocket at any time. <laughs> Foreshadowing? Yes, foreshadowing of when he whips out a hot air balloon from his pocket. <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah, he's the one who supplies the Meowth head balloons. Jesse says she wants a Ditto balloon because Ditto and Meowth have now been traded in spite of Meowth's protest. But eventually, Meowth is so offended by Jesse and James being so willing to pawn him off that he says, fuck it, and he goes off with Mondo, who is now his new masseuse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Mondo's good for, to massage Meowth's paws. Yes, Jesse and James comment that that is a very interesting master-servant relationship they got going on there. Which is interesting, because he calls Meowth master in the translation I read. He did me. He did that too. So he already okay. like he consider he talks about the trio. So obviously he thinks at Meowth as a superior to himself, and like Meowth is all knowing being. So this is, this is getting off to a weird start, like you said. So we leave Mondo and Meowth off to do their weird sex things. <laughs> like it's all sex. I don't know somewhere else. <laughs> this is just a big sexual innuendo, is what it is. Meanwhile, Jesse and James decide to experiment with their new ditto. Ooh. But not in a sexual way. They're just saying we're, they're going to go find Ash's Pikachu, have it, Ditto turn into Pikachu, and then give that to the boss. A foolproof plan if there ever was one. This has already happened. Yeah, this, in the Ditto episode. This has already happened. That. Yeah. yeah. They, they comment something along the lines of, well, maybe this one won't have the BDI problem. <laughs> I love how they keep the running gags. I will give them credit for that. They are continuous. There was some very good continuity with the actual episodes with this yeah. thing. Eventually what happens is they kind of do, it turns out Ditto's an idiot because they have like a long string of like various pun transformations that didn't make any fucking sense to me because I don't understand Japanese. It didn't, it, did it really didn't. I was like, there's something going on here, but I, I'm not getting it. I just skimmed through because I was like, this doesn't make any damn sense to me. It was <laughs> like, too. now it's a Charmander. No, now it's a Star You. Now it's a whatever. There's a gag there. There is a gag there. It was really funny. I laughed a lot. Eventually, Ditto turns into a Snorlax, but they're still in the Meowth balloon, so they plummet in, into the forest below and get surrounded by Beedrill. Meowth, or rather, Weezing is there with Weezing's amazing Japanese voice. Do you want to give us an impression? <laughs> okay, you be the big one, I'll be the little one. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That's what, Japan, that's what Weezing sounds like in Japanese. <laughs> Somebody's getting off of that. <laughs> oh, God, not me. Probably Mondo. <laughs> Mondo, meanwhile, feels a disturbance in the force. Because Weezing sends up a signal fire to Mondo, which, I don't know, sure, why not? Mondo's like, oh my god, you need to go help Jesse and James. And Meowth's like, 
I don't want to help Jesse and James. So Mondo abandons Meowth and leaves him to his <laughs> own self. To be continued. To be continued. That was that was a very interesting predicament Team Rocket's in, getting trace, chased by Beedrill. I don't think that's happened before. Again, very good continuity with these earlier episodes. These things are made with love. They really are. This I could feel the love going through this. Mm-hmm. Whoever was writing this was really into Team Rocket and really liked the show and its ins and outs. I'm getting the the title of It's a White Tomorrow just because it's so pure. Okay, and it takes place tomorrow. Exactly. Now you've got it. Do you want to do part three? Part three. Let's get on to part three. We're flashing back into the woods, okay, and Jesse returns Ditto to its Pokeball, but hey, we didn't do it in time. Beedrill are swarming everywhere. And what, what's the plural form of Beedrill? Is it Beedrills? I think, okay, we've been actually pretty guilty of this through the podcast. And that every time we say the plural form of a Pokemon name, we put an S at the end. You don't do that. I think officially you don't pluralize it like that. Like the singular is the plural, but we're we're fun and wacky, so we don't give a shit. We can say B drill is all we fucking want. That's the plural right. of B is bees. The plural of drill is drills. B drills. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Yeah. Leave a one star review and complain. No, please don't. Leave. A and then we'll just review. delete it. Yeah, we can't do that. We're not able to do so. Oh. <laughs> we'll find a way. We'll write a script. A window script. Back in here. We're surrounded by Beedrill in the forest. And Ditto's back in its Pokeball. Team Rocket starts to run away. But hey, oh no. They fall into a trap hole that they dug earlier. Once again, excellent continuity there. Because what is Team Rocket always doing? Digging. And then Mondo appears to try and save the day. He uses a Toro... Toros, Toro, Toros, a, a Ken, a Ken Toros, Toroses, Toros, a singular Toros, a Toro, Toros. He uses a Pokemon to get the Beedrill away, and he tries to get Jesse and James out of this hole. I think he tries to find a rope, but guess what? To no avail. He falls in the hole himself, and the three are just sitting there, trapped in that hole, and they're wondering what life was like if they would have not fell in that hole, lamenting it. Full of life is full of regrets. And they sit there, and they're wondering what these Beedrill are going to do to them. Are they going to kill them? Feed them to the Kakuna? What's going to happen here? I like the note that Mondo notes that even when Jesse and James are preparing for death, they do so dramatically and with poses. <laughs> they do. That, that's the way they would go out, though, which is great. It's that's fantastic. very true. They would go out that way. And so, like Austin was saying, they're sitting there posing, weeping. Whatever Team Rocket does is they're about to meet their end. But, ho, oh, wait a minute, something happens here. The Beedrill all of a sudden start to sound a little bit disoriented, like something, hey, maybe something's going wrong. Look at that. Meowth is attacking the Beedrill, and Arbok and Weezing are also sent up to help, which is weird, in my opinion, because why didn't they send up the Pokemon before to help out? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. But they didn't. The the CD drama was almost over. We needed to wrap the shit up. We needed to reunite Meowth and Jesse and James. So Meowth suddenly is able to take on a swarm of Beedrills single-handedly. And Meowth and Arbok, Linda... Well, I guess they don't have any hands. Arbok Lee lends a mouth. I don't know what they lend. They lend some help. I guess they use the Arbok as a rope. Like, once he got to the top, he kind of, like, threw his snake body down there. And they climbed up that way. I don't know. Anyway, Meowth saves the day, and he sends the Beedrill away fling. Jesse and James, they start to leave, leaving Mondo and Meowth. But then Mondo realizes that he likes Team Rocket because they are a team. A team of three. 
and because of that, he offers to trade Meowth back for the Ditto. Mondo was right. Yep, Mondo was right. Mondo was right. The three of Team Rocket make is what makes Team Rocket. Actually, Mondo was wrong because we need fucking Wobbuffet up in here, but he's not here yet. Yeah, come on, Wobba. Get here. Get here, Wobba. That should be the title of the episode. Get here, Wobba. Wobba, Wobba, Wobble. Wobbles wobble, but they don't fet down. Exactly that. Y'all, we need Alex for this shit. (laughs) The trio's reunited, (laughs) and they continue on their separate ways with Mondo going one way and Team Rocket going the other, which doesn't make sense because Mondo's following them the whole time, so he's going to, like... Walk another way, but then reunite with them behind the scenes, I guess. Maybe. Eh. All I know is they have a genuine moment until Pidgeotto fucks it up. Yeah, what does Pidgeotto do? Pidgeotto pops the balloon. Here, I have an illustration of it right here if you would like to see. Or maybe I don't because I can't find it. Oh, look, there's Pidgeotto. There's the balloon. Nice. (laughs) That is actually a really cool book. Did, um, okay, I'm looking at your notes here. Did I miss something about Arbuck talking? Okay. we. Uh, did you listen to the credits of these? I did not listen to the credits. That's my fault. You might should, because it's one, at one part it's really funny, because the Pokemon actors announce their names. So they're going through the list, and, and one guy goes, Chabuck! And then he says his name, and it's very disoriented, because he says it in an Arbok voice. And the lady who does Pikachu does the same. That's really cool. Uh, it threw me off for a loop, let me tell you that. The other one who I liked who did it was Rika Matsumoto, who does Ash. Because hmm. she did like a very like energetic Satoshi, followed by her name. Arbok, Sakaguchi Koichi. Satoshi! Matsumoto Rika. Pikachu! Otani Kure. That's actually a good way to do the credits on a radio drama. I, don't, I just like it when Pokemon talk, I think it's cute. We need more talking Pokemon. You get them, you get ins and outs is what you get. What do you mean ins and outs? Well, like some episodes you get them talking, some episodes you don't. You get like they give you like little bite-sized pieces, but they don't give you the full full deal. Wait, 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 Jacob. Yes, I hear the, something. I do too. What is what is that over there? It sounds like the bee drill. Are are there's something wrong with the bee drill? What's going on? I don't know. I, I they kind of sound like they're messed up, or I don't know what's going. I don't I don't want to look at it though. Look! Look on the horizon. Is that? Oh, I, I think it is. This probably sounds terrible, but hello. Hi, Alex! Alex! Oh my God! Ooh. The tree, <gasps> tree. You came back for us. The trio's reunited. Yay! I have no idea what's happening, but yay! Woo! Can't beat Woo. us down. We need the three of us to get through this, you guys. Whatever you say. Just the three of us. All right. Thank you for joining us, Alex. Okay, thank you. Thank Alex. you. <laughs> Bye, all. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you to Mondo for for returning Alex to us like that. Yes, Mondo, you're a real lifesaver. I feel like we're gonna see Mondo again after this, don't you, Jacob? Oh, more than likely. It's almost a, a guarantee. If I was a betting man, I would bet on it. All right, well, I'll go to Vegas, and I'll vote on the fact that Mondo's going to return in later Pokemon Media, because we're going to see him again, I'm sure. Oh, wait, no. Mondo, no. Don't fall off that bridge. Mondo, no. Mondo, no. Oh, no. Melanie got Mondo. Oh, God, Melanie. Fucking Melanie. Oh, God, then he's, he's being eaten by a Paris. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> Good. That Paris needs the nutrition. <laughs> oh my god. It's growing more mushrooms. I think that fan fiction I wrote is going to stick around for a long time to come because we referenced it a lot. It's a classic. Jacob, when do you want to do a second fan fiction episode, by the way? Uh, just whenever. It doesn't uh, matter. You let me know. Okay. Maybe like a year or two after we get done with My Immortal, so I have time to just recover. Oh my gosh. Well, this was such a short episode, we could have recorded like 12 chapters of My Immortal. Uh, no, no. I think I'm okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, good. Alex has to be here for that anyway. That's her thing. That's true. That's, that's her, true. That's her uh, prerogative. I think once well, I think once we finish with it, I'm gonna cut it all into one giant episode and put it in the feed. That would actually be pretty good. You could just see like the attitudes start off as like, "Oh, this is hilarious," to like, "Oh, we're just gotta get uh, we just gotta get uh, through this." Uh, Jacob, you're so done with that shit. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty obvious, yeah. So that's it's a white tomorrow. Team Rocket. Yeah. Mondo's dead. Yes, and I encourage you all to go and listen to it. There is the first part. There is a fan translation of it on YouTube that's done in oh. English. That's done in English. So oh, they didn't do the second two parts. They did not do the second or third part, which mm. I was like, I wish they would have. They actually are pretty good voice covers too of the of the English anime. I don't know. Did you want to do like an MVP or an LVP kind of thing? Because there aren't that many characters. I don't think we should. We can, we can if you want. I don't know. Like. Nah, fuck it. Yeah, well, I just didn't think so. Because there's only one person I liked doing the thing, and that was Mondo. Okay. My LVP is Mondo in that case. Fuck yeah, him. there you go. There we go. All right. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Our quotes would be the voice actors and actresses announcing their names in the credits. Yes. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. It was really cool. I need to go listen to that. Dang, I can't believe I missed that. It's really not that exciting. Oh, don't hype. Don't, you can't I, hype it up like that I, I and know. then tell me that it's not that good. I'm just so back and forth. I don't know. It was it caught me off guard to hear Arbok speaking in human language. I yeah, guess. yeah, I could see. That that. I just wrote a note about that, and I guess we now we're really fixated on it. Huh. I'm glad Alex got to join us for that quick bit, and we have something special next week. Another special episode, maybe. Yes. Do you want to announce the big announcement, Jacob, for what it is, or should I do it? Oh, yeah, I can do it. We're going to be covering the first movie. Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh my god. A childhood classic. How are we going to do this? It's going to be so long. Stay on after this episode. I got an idea I want to run by you. Okay. 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 Oh, we're also going to do Pikachu's Vacation as well. Which is a new one for me again, because I didn't see the short before. I don't think I... Wait. I thought you went to the movie theater to see that movie. Maybe I did. I can't remember. I'm trying to think now. It's going to have to be one of those things where I watch it, and then I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. Okay, well, it did air in theaters with Mewtwo Strikes Back, so you would have seen it. Okay, good chance I saw it. There's a good chance I saw it. Like I said, okay. once I watch it, I'll probably be like, oh yeah, I saw that. That's my favorite part of this rewatch, Jacob, actually, is having you unlock your lost memories of it. Yeah, that's what I'm do- I'm doing a lot of it. It's, uh, it's very interesting how, like, when I was growing up, I spent, I feel like I didn't spend much time on Pokemon, but as we go through this, I'm like, wow, I actually did spend a lot of childhood on it it's, mm-hmm. it's it's fun to reminisce and have that nostalgia hit get my head of nostalgia well austin does that do that for this episode is there anything else you want to say or you want me to close this out i'm just so excited this is going to be such a short episode to edit oh my god I, what am i going to do with all this free time i have now oh let us know next week okay all righty we just like to say from the two of us this week thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five-star rating and if you have any 
questions, or comments for the show, be sure to send them to outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at outofdryingpan. That is outofdryingpan. And be sure to join us next week as the journey continues. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah,